Okay, so um, our church story is fairly unique in that we did a parachute plant into Singapore and we expected that I'd be bivocational for probably three to four years, but things just happened very, very quickly and the church uh, grew very, very quickly. So we had kind of different problems to the ones that some church planters face. Uh, we had lots of people in the church. We didn't know anyone. We didn't know any. We didn't have any leaders. And so over the, over the years, one of the things that we've really had to do is think, how do we get a culture of discipleship happening in the church? We understand that training needs to happen um, in many ways. Our people get fed the word on Sundays. They do community groups where they're going through the word. We have various training programs for elders and CG leaders, et cetera, et cetera. So all those things are in place. But more than that, we want to see a culture of discipleship developed um, in the church. And so what we decided that we needed to do as elders was make sure that we as elders were not just teaching in those forums, but we were investing ourselves in modeling what just normal, healthy discipling relationships look like in the life of the church. And so we just started to give ourselves to meeting up with people in the church, um, doing one-to-one Bible reading with them. And so as elders, we have nine of us now. We've just kind of invested ourselves over the last number of years in doing this. And it's very, very simple. Meet up with someone uh, and kind of offer to meet up with them once a week, once every two weeks, once a month, if that's all that you can manage from a capacity point of view. And then just say, let's just meet together, do it during lunch break or before work in the morning, and let's just work through a book of the Bible. So... Uh, the guys I first started doing it with, we did Colossians. We probably do five to ten verses at a time. Probably took us eight to twelve weeks to go through Colossians. And we'd literally just read through line by line, asking questions, applying it, helping them understand the context. And just, I mean, very, very simple. Nothing, nothing too complex or, or uh, complicated. But really just uh, helping these just ordinary members of the church get to understand the Word of God. And then not just reading it through with them, but then really applying it and pressing it. What is God saying to you? What does this mean for you? And then taking some time just to pray. And so we just started doing that probably three or four years ago, just as a way of trying to raise the kind of general level of discipleship in the church, not feeling the pressure to come up with all our own material and, you know, have all these programs we do. We do have that for leadership, but for just general discipleship. Um, and that's borne amazing fruit. So we've all just been doing that ourselves. And then after doing, so I met two guys on a Tuesday morning from eight till nine, right in this kind of central business district. We went through Colossians together, then we did Jonah, and then we did 2 Timothy. So that took us about six or seven months to do. And then after that, I kind of kicked them out and said, all right, you guys go and find other guys in the church, go and do that. Um, and now we have about 15 or 16 guys on Tuesday mornings that just meet in these small groups all around the, the CBD from eight to nine before work. But just throughout the church, you kind of keep hearing stories of new visitors coming to church, people that are Christians or people that aren't, and someone in the church saying, hey, why don't we get together, let's read 1 Timothy together, or, or let's read Colossians together. And uh, it's kind of a finite, it has somewhat of a, it has a, an end point in mind, because you're only kind of committing to read one book of the Bible, that could take four, eight, or 12 weeks, and then it's going to be done, and then you can just see, you know, is this working? Is it bearing fruit? Do I want to continue? Do I want to get out of here and find someone who's going to, you know, listen a little bit more? Um, it does give that kind of flexibility, but what we've seen over the years is that now there's just this general level of, um, of discipleship happening in the church, and it's so simple because all we're really teaching is people, we're just teaching people how to read the Bible, how to understand the Bible, how to apply that to their lives. So in a sense, it's open source. We've all got the scripture. And, um, and so that's, that's really been incredibly encouraging. And then in our evening congregation that Jacob um, leads, 
they they have a number of guys there that are doing this with non-Christians, um, and so they literally will just take the gospel and they'll just go through this with their non-Christian friends, and they'll just say, hey, let's uh, let's just read together um, and work through this gospel. And we have baptized many many people who've been saved uh, like that. So it's I mean just happening all the time with 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 people coming to faith. And I think one thing I would say, you know, Singapore is 10% Christian. Um, and the rest are not nominal Christian. They, you know, Buddhist and Taoist or Muslim. Um, and so they're people that have no kind of Christian heritage at all. Um, and I think sometimes in Western contexts, we can think that discipleship looks a little bit different because everyone kind of understands the Bible generally. Um, but actually, as we heard from Matt earlier, Europe and other places are, are really post-Christian. And actually, we, our discipleship really has to be taking people through the Word because people actually don't even have these categories at all. And I think often when people come into our churches, we assume that they know a lot more than they do. But actually, they, they really don't know anything at all. And then one final encouragement, just to pick up on what Matt said earlier. I was going to say this before you did your great talk on teaching. But, um, you know, our church story is unique in that we landed, we had our first Sunday service about three months after we started. And about nine months later, we had about 180 people on Sunday morning. So we grew very quickly in the early days. And that was, a, that was incredibly exciting. But I've now been there for seven and a half years. And the thing that is amazing to see now is how just the regular faithful preaching of the word Sunday after Sunday really does change people's lives. And they're not often the dramatic stories. They're not people that get some revelation on a Sunday and then their whole lives turned upside down. But when you look at them two, three, four, five years later, you realize their entire life is completely different. They hardly even saw it happening. And then they look back and they realize that. So for, for those of us who are pastoring and it doesn't look as dramatic, just getting to Jesus every Sunday, opening the word, we are, we're really doing what God has called us to. And it is powerful and effective. So that's my encouragement. Thanks. Thanks.